Welcome to a Spoonful of Sugar podcast with Pam and Amy. We're two friends living in the Midwest with our hubbies and kids. We're living our lives and dreaming of Disney. Join us as we discuss all things Walt Disney World and our love of Disney. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of A Spoonful of Sugar podcast. Hey, Pam. Hey, girl. How are you? you. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Yeah. You are suffering from lack of sleep, which I (laughs) I am. (laughs) And it's because you're binge watching a lot of Netflix. It's only partly that. Okay. Well, it's only only partly partly that. that. But it's, I do. It was last night. That was not the case at all. I was up for other reasons and couldn't sleep for other reasons. But I agree, there has been Netflix binge watching okay. in my life. Well, as let's of late. Let's and I blame my children. <laughs> I'm here to cast the blame, especially oh. since they don't listen to my podcast. <laughs> they can't defend themselves. So my two older daughters, we are just coming off of the winter break season. My, they're both seniors. One is a senior in college and one's a senior in high school. The college student, of course, was home for like four weeks. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's the break, so she didn't really have work to do. And the high school senior was off for a couple of weeks. So, of course, there's this is the time to binge watch, which one understands. <sighs> Woman, they have... I, I, I would want to say drag because I think it was unwittingly and I'm not sure they even enjoy me watching it with them but somehow i've been sucked into binge watching grace anatomy <laughs> so that's what you've been doing oh. all these days and nights pam you know what it is it's brain candy <laughs> you just start watching and you watch an episode and then mm-hmm. that little thing shows up at the bottom you know next episode it's like yeah boom hit yeah, that just keep it going and just keep going and going and this thing has like a zillion seasons and back in the day i watched when it first actually came out I watched maybe a season, maybe two. I don't remember. Yeah. But then I was like, ah, I just sort of moved on to life in general. You're going to be uh, binge, I need binge to watching stop. this until like the year 2022 or something. No, I need to stop. I need to, to move on and or at least go back to my shows where, like The Crown. I like The Crown. Oh, yeah. And But when those come out, first of all, it's coming out in real time. So it's not like I have 16 seasons to catch up on. I can just, they'll come out with the new ones and the whole season will come out, but it's like eight episodes yes, and then you're done. So you can't just keep going on forever. Or Pam, just set yourself a limit, friend. Just say at 1 a.m. I'm going to turn off the TV. (laughs) (laughs) There's always that method. There is. (laughs) Okay, woman. So tell me about you. What are you watching? What are you binging on? What am I watching? Narcos. That's okay, pretty about, intense. Is this like cop show, but it, no? Narcotics? It's about like the drug cartel in uh, Mexico. Okay. Or is wait no 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 somewhere in South America. Okay. Yeah. Why why don't I know the location? It's some <laughs> Central or South American. Okay, girl, country. I'm, I'm going to deduct some of your uh, binge watching points because you don't even know where the show takes place. I know where. T- Grey's Anatomy takes place at Seattle Grace Hospital. I feel like it's on the tip of my tongue. And then like literally when we leave each other 10 minutes later, I'm going to be like, oh, that's where it was. Why didn't you just think of it? (laughs) See, it's like it's bothering me right now. It's one of those Mm -hmm. things. It's like, you know, but you don't know it. But Mm -hmm. in 10 minutes, you're going to think of it Mm -hmm. past the time that you need to know the answer. 
So anyways, that's really intense. But if I don't want to be watching something so intense, mm -hmm. I watch The Dog Whisperer. <laughs> because I love Caesar Milan. <laughs> and he is amazing. Like I his... love this range that you have. Have you ever seen The Dog Whisperer? I have not. I, I, I know the face of the guy you're talking about. And I know he is the... It's a good face, right? <laughs> and I know he is the dog whisperer. Does yeah. he do other animals or is it just dogs? No, it's just dogs. Oh. Although one episode, he actually partnered up with this guy who's apparently a horse whisperer. Because oh, they went to this ranch uh -huh. and they were having problems with this one horse, like bucking mm -hmm. people. But then also a problem with this dog on the ranch that was like bullying the horses. So they actually like teamed up together. Dogs bullying horses? Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, I can't. Okay. I mean, my cat used to bully my dog. You can be a smaller animal and bully a larger animal. Evidently, because I'm thinking any horse would be bigger than any dog on the planet. Well, that is true. Okay. But bigger is not always better or smarter. Okay. I'm okay. just saying. I hear you. So, yeah, there's always the dog whisperer, which I would highly recommend. <laughs> like, especially, too, like, if you're doing something else. Okay. You know, you can kind of, like, watch and also be, you know, working or whatever else you're doing. So you go from sweet t tales about doggies to... To drug trafficking? Drug trafficking yeah, in South absolutely. or Central America or whatever country this yes. is. Okay. <laughs> I got it. Oh, okay. Well, the real question is, are you still watching Naked and Afraid? Oh, thank you for reminding me. Uh -huh. I had stopped watching that, I think, because I ran out of episodes. But I should see, like, if there's new episodes <laughs> of Naked and Afraid, because I love that show. Oh, no. What have I done? I don't know. I let her back on this bad path. Oh. Okay, this is another thing that just came to mind, because I know this is one of your binge watches, too. What? My oldest daughter now watches The Bachelor. Yes! No. I actually, I sadly admit that I did not watch the last season of The Bachelor. Ooh. So maybe I should go back and do that. But I've always loved The Bachelor. Have you started this And season? Bachelor in Paradise, which is like the shameless spinoff of The Bachelor. Because <laughs> this newest season just started like a week or two ago, right? Dang, I don't know. See, I yes. need to catch back up on The Bachelor. What Wait, am I doing? Because my daughter was at home and was yeah. watching... Yeah, it's they're on like week three now or something. Okay. It's just started. Okay, this is... You need to get going. You I are do. falling behind. You're going to lose your place amongst the... Bachelor Nation <laughs> is what they call themselves. <laughs> is that true? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is going nowhere good. I think we need to stop this section. But as you can see, I'm highly diversified. Bachelor, Narcos, uh -huh. Dog Whisperer. Uh -huh. Do you see how this is all coming together? No. <laughs> I'm multifaceted, Pam. You are. <laughs> it's just a couple of those facets might be rusty and falling oh, apart. And hey, wait, what? <laughs> with your with your viewing choices, not you as a person. I'm taking this personally. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I was talking about your choices of viewing. You, of course, are not in any way rusty. Wow, thank you, thank you. Or falling apart, unless you have an injury or a health issue you've uh -huh, not told me uh -huh. about. But also speaking of binge watching, which mm -hmm. I don't know if you watch this, but it goes along with what we're going to be talking about today on our actual episode, The Mandalorian. Oh. Have you seen it? Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. I've seen like three episodes okay. out of the eight, which really okay. is fine for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm not watching it, but both of my boys, of course, Ooh, have uh -huh. seen all the episodes and all that, which leads us into what our topic is today, which yes. is Star Wars. Yes. Galaxy's Edge. 
And so, many Star Wars related things. Absolutely. So I was thinking this is going to be all the Star Wars, but really, it's not because we've already discussed a few things. Yeah. So now it's some of the Star Wars. Some of the Star Wars. I think that's what we'll name it. Perfect. Everyone. So before we start talking about Star Wars and actual Disney and actual, and actual Disney news content in Disney World, I would like to say that I have looked up <laughs> the location <laughs> of Narcos, <laughs> and it does follow the story of Pablo Escobar, the drug kingpin <laughs> of Colombia. Colombia, my friends, that this is all in South takes America. place in Colombia, South America. So now we know. Now we know and we're that much smarter for knowing. And I just want to say that once again, I apologize. I was not calling Amy herself <laughs> rusty and broken down. I was just insulting instead her choice of viewing. Which is so much better. <laughs> it is. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, this is great. Okay, let's move on to other things such as actually Star Wars. Star Wars news. All things related Star Wars. Some things related Star Wars. We Some things already, related yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Pam. Yes. Which news story do you want to... I, I say we start with this bottom news story here. Do you agree? Because it makes me laugh. <laughs> and we are good at laughing. We are. Go ahead. Okay. I was going to skip that one. So if you want to go for it, you well, do it. I think it's pretty funny. All right. So Pam, you uh -huh. shared the story with me. Yes. The title of the story um, on InsideTheMagic.net is... Star Wars actor lost film script, so Disney bought it back on eBay. <laughs> so this pretty much says it all. Um, so this was a script for Rise of the Rise of Skywalker, mm -hmm. the latest mm -hmm. and greatest Star Wars film. So I think it's just really funny that first of all, how do you lose a Star like you would think that the Star Wars script is like a pretty thick manual, right? Yeah, yeah I would envision from what I've seen on TV. Of yeah. course, I've never seen one, and seen I, any kind of film. And script. I'm assuming when you get a, a script, right. it has like confidential, top secret, da da da, like all like stamped all over it. That's what I'm yeah. envisioning in my mind. And I imagine whoever this person was who lost it had to have signed some like confidentiality yes. you may not tell anybody anything kind yes. of document before they gave this person the or thing. I'll release your name to Pablo Escobar and he'll be after you <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm thinking so how do you lose a giant top secret like what do you, you go to the uh, mall and uh, you just like leave it on girl like, you lose stuff I don't I mean, ever lose anything oh my goodness I've literally maybe lost like one thing in my entire life wow like a pair of sunglasses. Wow. I never lose things. This is because Amy is, once again, the most organized oh, person. Okay, okay, okay. It's true, and you know you enjoy it. Is it is true, it is true. I, I can't, you've never lost anything but a pair of sunglasses in your life? Yeah. Wow. Right? So you don't do the thing that I do, where, like, I have something, it's like this, Okay, she's laughing at me already. Yeah, yeah, because I'm envisioning when we went to Disney and like every 30 seconds, you're like, where's my phone? I lost my phone. I can't find my phone. Every 30 seconds. I'm like, how do you lose something that often? I always say, my girls have been saying this too. One daughter in particular, Moana, she's been saying, mom, you keep losing your phone. I'm like, no, I don't keep doing that, but maybe I do. Um, I just remember that same Disney trip where I was like, oh, I want to get this pair of Disney sunglasses and that 
not a chain, but sort of that rope yeah. that connects yeah. a cord that connects the sunglasses so you can wear it around your neck mm -hmm. kind of thing. It's like, I really want to get them. I want to get them, want to get them. And then I finally like opened one of the outer flaps of my backpack that I've been wearing for days. And lo and behold, they're the ones, exact same ones I was about to buy. <laughs> that you already had. That I had. I knew I'd purchased them in the past, but I had not been able to find them. And there they turned out in the backpack I had been wearing for days. And then we got annual pass holder magnets. Yes. Those free magnets. Yes. And I didn't, because I travel light into the park, so yes. I don't have a purse or anything with me. So you were being a very nice Sherpa <laughs> for the day. And you just put my magnet. I was like, Pam, mm -hmm. my magnet. Can you just put it in your purse? Oh, yeah, sure. No problem. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then we get back. Can't find the magnets. Okay. Okay. Literally, like, six months later, <laughs> you come over to me like, hey, guess what I found? Your pass holder magnet. How does that reappear after, like, <laughs> six months? What? It was hiding out in some, like, flap of the suitcase that I had. Yeah. Yeah. Into. Okay, you want to hear one of the worst? Yes. So, this was a couple years ago. Got my sister-in-law and brother-in-law mm -hmm. a gift card for Christmas. Like to, to bonefish grill. Nice. So got them this gift card. They're pescatarians, so it would fit in well to enjoy Perfect. the place. And bought and a, like another small gift on the side. Mm -hmm. So it comes time for wrapping and the giving and all of that. I find the small gift, cannot find the gift card. Damn. Finally found and gave them the gift card literally about 18 months later. 18 months? Pam, how do you live your life like this? You're making me like anxious just thinking of this. <laughs> and like how you don't wrap any of your Christmas presents until no. like the night before and you have literally a hundred people in your family. <laughs> like that just gives me like the hives just this like thinking about it. This past year, so like last month, I actually went to bed first out of it, aside from the two littlest kids, you know, I went to bed first out of all the grown-ups. I was proud of myself. Wow. Oh my gosh. Okay, maybe we should talk about Star Wars again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off. Sorry, we get we get <laughs> off track. We're so sorry, guys. So Pam, next yes. story. So let's talk about the Galactic Star Cruiser. It's going to open in 2021. Cool. So we've got another year to wait for it. This, if you are not in the know, is basically the Star Wars Hotel mm -hmm. that Disney's opening up. It's going to be, of course, adjacent to Disney's Hollywood Studios. And the idea is you're going in for this immersive experience. It's kind of like, imagine taking a cruise mm -hmm. where you, you get on and you do not get off until the thing lands and you're done. It's like a cruise, but you're not going anywhere. Well, you're going to outer space. That's a movie quote, by the way, from Muppets Take Manhattan. I just like to put that out there. Muppets are Disney, so at least- Muppets are Disney. I think we should save our rambling for Disney-type only Disney ramblings. So no more Pablo Escobar and the drug trade. <laughs> okay, okay, No fair. more Grey's Anatomy. Fair so enough. So good job having rambling about a Disney product. Thank you. We approve. We Thank approve. You. So yes, like you said, it's it's almost like a cruise, and this is a two-night event. Yes. So you can't just book it for one night mm -hmm. or even three nights. It's a two-nighter. And I think the idea is that you get on board and you're assuming an identity, I would say, of a particular person. And mm -hmm. then you go through, quote, space, and you do this whole thing, and they let you, there must be some sort of backdoor entrance into Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. And you would go in there and do your Star mm -hmm. Warsy things. I, I've got a lot of details, I know. <laughs> Star Warsy things, and then you go back to your hotel, and the whole thing sort of 
So it's not just a hotel stay. It's not just some place to, you know, shower and go to bed like you all like to do at Pop Century. <laughs> right. This is an experience in and of itself, staying at this place. Yeah. I wonder if you have to dress up like Star Wars-y. Although would, I'm guessing that a lot of people that want to do this experience would be kind of in that element anyway. I'm thinking that they would have to have that perhaps included in the price of admission. Mm-hmm. You know, some sort mm-hmm. of... Because, yeah, you can't go around in your jeans and yeah. t-shirt or whatever. That ruins the vibe. Yeah, that does ruin the vibe. So hopefully they include, you know, one set of basic Star Wars clothes. For sure. And maybe those, a headband with the Leia bonds on each yes. side. Yes! I saw those once at the park, and I did not get them, and I still rue it re- to this day. You regret it? I regret it. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. This says on the Disney Parks blog that you'll remain fully in-story as you step aboard the transport ships designed specifically for this new immersive experience. Mm-hmm. So even like getting onto or into the Star Cruiser mm-hmm. and then to and from, like you said, Galaxy's Edge. Right. It's all, you're all still wrapped up within that Star Wars land. I you love will, it. You do not escape. Do you like this or you don't like this? Thumbs up or thumbs down? This is kind thumbs of up. news. I think it's a thumbs up kind of a thing. Yeah. I Would enjoy. you do it? Would you do it? Yeah. I mean, the one okay. thing that might be a deterrent is I've heard it's pricey. I can't remember yeah, I don't what think, the price is and they yeah, don't list don't it here right now. That. But I believe it's definitely on the pricey side because you're getting this whole experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The hotel stay plus, I would imagine, your food plus, you know, whatever the story is that you're involved in. So there's entertainment involved as well. But yeah, I can see doing this. I, I can more so see my husband Sam doing this with like one oh, of his yeah. really good guy friends who's also way into Star Wars. I could see that happening. Yeah, yeah. Would you do this? Um, no. Is it because you'd have to pretend you're in outer space? Is that why? <laughs> yeah, that's freaky. I want to open my window and see like actual sunlight coming through. No sunlight. Well, you'd have that at, when you get to Galaxy's Edge. Sunlight? You, forget sunlight. <laughs> Blazing Florida heat. That's true. Woo. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just not that much into Star Wars that I would want to do this. Here's but I mean, it does. I mean, I do like the idea of like the immersive experience, and I think there's a lot of people that this is speaking oh, to. Yeah. So they're not going to have a problem filling no, the rooms. No that's problem. for sure. Would your boys enjoy doing this experience? Yeah, if I paid for it, <laughs> they would. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> Those kids. <laughs> One day when we start up our Patreon, we can raise money to, to send <laughs> to send our children, <laughs> send Chippendale to the Galactic Star Cruiser. There we go. Although That's we'd have to go funny. with them because there's no way they can, yeah. at their ages, do it alone. Yeah. Yeah. Which, this is, um, I'm going to get on another tangent here, but at some point we need to talk about, on a podcast, how old, how young is too young to let your kids wander around Disney alone? Because I've they have an actual age restriction? They do. They they came out with one, I think. But like, I think it's age seven, which seems really young to me. I don't think it's seven. Okay. No, seven is seven is another age where if you are if you're younger than seven, mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. you ha- have to ride an attraction with somebody oh. who's at least fourteen. Gotcha. But if okay. you're like seven and over, I believe, then you can ride it by yourself. Yeah, by yourself. Okay. Maybe I think that is Maybe that's it. where I was getting... For some reason, I had seven stuck in my mind. Mm-hmm. Okay, woman. It's time that we get off of our fabulous tangents. Fabulous though they yes. are. Yes. Get back to some Star Wars. So, woman, the big news, of course. And we've both been 
to Galaxy's Edge within within 2019. Mm-hmm. We enjoyed it. We saw the sights. We rode the Millennium Falcon ride, but of course, we all knew the big ride was coming. Yes, which is Rise of the Resistance. Neither of us have been on this. Sad. To be honest, Pam, uh-huh. I'm actually okay with not having been on this because I keep hearing stories uh, yeah. of a. First of all, mm-hmm. people can barely get like boarding pass, right? And B, if you get a boarding pass, it's very likely that it's going to break down, and yes. you're not going to get on at all, or you're going to yes. worst have waiting. Waiting, waiting. I just said waiting. It did. Waiting. You would have waiting for a long time to get on it, and then it breaks down. So you lost all that time. <laughs> okay, good. So to backtrack a little, evidently what Disney is doing because this ride is so incredibly popular, and we'll just say for the people who have actually managed to get on board the ride, congratulations. Well, first of all, congratulations, and secondly. Everybody's saying how incredibly amazing this thing is. And thirdly, you're our heroes. Woo! You did the unthinkable. <laughs> <laughs> Although a lot of the people I've heard talk about it got there in like media day because they were like big wig media people, oh. unlike us. And so they didn't have to fight the crazy crowds. But anyhow, so what Disney started doing in Hollywood Studios and what they're now doing in Disneyland, because it's now opened on both coasts, fully opened, is they saw the crazy number of people who were showing up and they decided to open a virtual queue, Mm -hmm. which means that you would show up at park opening and as soon as you get past the tap styles and the park had officially opened, say at like 7 a.m. or whatever, you go on to your Disney experience and I guess there's a button for the virtual queue. You push that and they spit out at you. If you're lucky enough, you you receive a boarding group number. Yeah. And who knows what time this group will be getting on board. It could be hours later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So this is evidently what they're doing. But I believe you're just given a notification like you would a fast pass, like come back at this time, your boarding group number, whatever. Well, I was just listening to Mike Rallman uh-huh, uh-huh. on the BR Guest podcast, and he had just returned from Marathon Weekend. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about his experience where he got there at like 5.30 in the morning, Ooh. and it was just miles of people you know, way before the park opened at Hollywood Studios. And then once they got in, and once the park officially opened, like, everybody's on the phones. Everybody's trying to get in. Yeah. 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 And it started at 7, and he, you know, on, on, refresh, refresh, wasn't able to get on to, like, 7.01. And with that, was already in group, like, 78. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. It's a little crazy. It's too crazy for me. I can't take it. And if I had gotten up at that hour of the morning and done all of that stuff and then had not been able to actually even get a boarding pass because they ran out yeah i would not be a happy camper so i think what was originally happening was people were getting multiple like they would get one and get back on and get multiple try to get multiple boarding passes Uh. and then disney realized like "Uh uh-uh no we don't have enough to be giving out so it's only one per person like one boarding group Per group. You can't have multiples. Okay. So at least they've done that, which I think has helped out and kind of unclogged the virtual queue, if you will. But it's still a hot mess, Pam. I know. I And you know me. I'm not the be there at the crack of dawn and do the rope drop thing, which is evidently what one is supposed to do for this attraction. 
I'm like, no. See, and the thing, if if it's a virtual queue, yeah, you would think, why would you actually need to physically be at the park at the open, especially if your boarding group isn't yes. until like. 8 p.m. that Seriously. evening? Why would you have to be there at 5 Seriously, in the morning? I, w- I would not be a happy camper. No. No. Not happy. Thumbs down. So I will be trying, I assume, I hope, I will be trying this ride this coming June because family and I are planning a trip out to Disneyland for a couple days before going off to Alani. So be looking for those updates as June comes around so I can give our official podcast feedback on it feedback on it the thumbs up or the thumbs down perfect but yeah like i said people people who actually can get on it and where it doesn't break down halfway through that would always be a good thing a phenomenal phenomenal ride yes and so we approve of that now lastly Mm -hmm. should we talk a little bit about rise of skywalker yeah rise of skywalker let's do that so the latest disney star wars film has just come out rise of skywalker and skywalker (laughs) i'm with you friend i'm with you (laughs) Okay, so Rise of Skywalker. If you have not seen the film and you do not want any spoilers, turn this episode off now. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from now on, lots of spoilers. All the things. All the things. I overall really liked it. Yeah. It was not my favorite Star Wars film. It was not certainly not my least favorite. I enjoyed it overall, and I think that J.J. Abrams did a great job of bringing closure to all of the little gaps that were within mm-hmm. the story. So the one that was out right before this, episode eight, I forget what that was. Was it Last Jedi? The director, whose name I'm forgetting right now, had created a lot of plot points that made the Star Wars fans like very, very upset. You had, you know, Luke Skywalker turning into grumpy old man mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, not... Be- wanting to do the Jedi thing anymore and just having, you know, sequestered himself off on this weird island with the porgs and the blue milk and that was gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just lots of, you know, and Snoke was just randomly killed off and we didn't even find out about him. Lots of different things that happened and we found out like, Ray, you were actually, you had no special blood in you or family ties, you're just a nothing, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. There were a lot of these and made the Star Wars aficionados just very, very, to put it mildly, upset. And I feel that J.J. Abrams did a great job of bringing, bringing all in. those back in and sort yeah. of undo- undoing the mess that had been made in episode eight. What was um, what was that bad guy's name? See how see how Star Warsy I am uh, in this movie. In this movie, the um, Emperor Palpatine. Palpatine. Thank mm-hmm. you. Because when I saw Palpatine, I'm like, wait a minute, was he like only in like one other Star Wars movie before? Because I feel like he played a very minimal role. Well, th- this is the original. Ever. This is the original bad guy from Episode Four, the actual Star Wars yeah. movie, A New Hope. And, and was the- he only in Episode Four? No, he was in Episode. I want to say the next Return of the Jedi, because he's the one that Darth Vader throws down the big, the big open thing. Oh, yeah, like a big <laughs> and, hole. The big yeah, and that's thing. how. And that's how supposedly he falls to his death. Okay, and so. But he was also in some of the prequels because he was like a much younger Palpatine. He was like a senator before he became the emperor. Ah. And so it gives sort of the background to how he rose up the ranks and accumulated this power and how he went to the dark side. Okay. All that kind of stuff. So that was in the prequels. He was pretty freaky looking. Like, oh, yes. if you have small children, I would be like afraid to take that. Because I, w- like, I would have nightmares if I was yeah. a kid, if I saw that guy. 
he was freaky. And that brought up another thing that people didn't like is the, like, how is he suddenly back from the dead? You mm -hmm, know, mm -hmm. this isn't what we usually do in Star Wars. If anything, you'll have like Jedi ghosts uh, where they look Jedi kind of ghost. weird and green and, you know, yep. that kind of thing. And, and that's allowed. But this actually coming back from the dead mm -hmm. when he's been gone all this time. Yeah. That's just weird. That is weird. Yeah. Also, they tell you to watch out because in one of the opening sequences, they have all those strobe light things. Okay. So they tell you, like, if you are prone to having seizures, mm -hmm. like, maybe you want to skip, like, the first 15 minutes of the movie. Because it was right at the beginning, if you remember. See, I, I don't, actually, because I had seen a story about, you know, yeah. giving the warnings out for people who have seizures. It's like, I don't remember what part that was. Yeah, it was right at, it was one of the very first opening sequences, and it was one with Palpatine in it. Okay. So if that would uh -huh. affect you, just skip, like, the first 15 minutes, and then you can mm -hmm. go in and you're fine. Mm-hmm. But I loved how like Ray had such a big part in this movie. Oh, yes. I love Ray. Yes. She's great. Yes. One thing that I did enjoy was Kylo Ren mm -hmm. coming back to the light side, becoming Ben again. Mm -hmm. And then she gave her life. It was a Romeo and Juliet kind of thing, that mm -hmm. last scene. Like she gave her life for him and then he gave his life for her. And then I thought, well, they would just both be alive then. And we had finally figured out, they had finally told us that Ray was actually the granddaughter of Palpatine and this is why she had all these fabulous Jedi abilities yeah is because she was in that but lineage. also why she was attracted to some of the dark side like she had that internal yes. battle of yes. good versus evil and that also cleared up the idea that oh maybe is she Ben's sister but then they Love kissed at the end so what is the deal so yeah it was nice that we cleared that up they are not siblings and so that could turn into a romantic kind of thing mm -hmm. but then they killed him off I was not happy with that yeah like let them get together get married have the next generation <laughs> I, I it's very upsetting i did not enjoy that i feel like it there could be an opening though like at the end she's like i am skywalker yeah that was kind of weird too it's like let's because, go back no because it's like she identifies herself with the good she's done i feel like she kind of made that internal battle like she overcame that herself mentally yeah maybe I don't know. Do you think there's any room open for like another trilogy? I mean, officially there is not supposed to be. It's like this is it. This is episode nine. I this somehow, is the end. I somehow disbelieve that of this particular story arc. There'll uh -huh. be other Star Wars stories like Mandalorian, like whatever mm -hmm. else. Mm -hmm. But this is supposed to be the end of this particular story arc. So hmm. we'll supposed see. Supposed to be. Yeah, I'm hmm. gonna. I'm gonna see in 20 years. We're gonna get back together. <laughs> And there will be another whole other trilogy taking place. <laughs> That's fabulous. That's fabulous. So I think that wraps up our Star Wars episode. Yeah. Please feel free to reach out and give us your opinions about any and all Star Wars or Disney World type of things. We would love to hear from you. Absolutely. And people, if you could do, do us a huge favor, please go on to iTunes and leave us a rating and especially a review. We would love to build up those review numbers especially, and this is evidently how Apple decides who to promote in their podcast world. And we would love to have more people join us here at A Spoonful of Sugar. Yep. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. See you next time. Thanks for listening, everyone. That's it for this week. We would love to get to know you through social media. You can reach us at SpoonfulPod. That's S-P-O-O-N-F-U-L-P-O-D at gmail.com. We're also at SpoonfulPod on both Twitter and Instagram. And of course, you can also like us at Facebook.com slash SpoonfulPod. 
Please subscribe and rate and review us on iTunes. And now you can also find your favorite sprinkle of Disney sugar on Google Play Music, as well as Stitcher Radio, Podbean, and TuneIn Radio. Thanks for joining us and sprinkling a little sugar into your day. Thanks for listening. Spoonful out. Spoonful out.